uh, we're going to uh, finish up the um, Ephesians section of our prayer Bible study. You know, we've been talking about this uh, for several weeks now, and so we'll finish this reading up today. And then uh, next week I'm going to be on vacation, so we're going to have to take a break. Uh, next week there will not be a Bible study that comes out, and uh, that'll give me a chance to kind of figure out where we go next in, in our study time. But we, we've been in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Uh, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, and with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. So as we, we've moved through this, we've seen that um, this is a, a spiritual battle. Uh, we're, we're not talking about battling against people that, uh, you know, some, sometimes in the church it, it can become very personal and, and we can begin to see it in that way. But you know, Paul wants us to see that there's a deeper reality than just um, differences of opinion uh, with, with other folks and different way of viewing life. And so we're fighting a spiritual battle. And so we, we need better weapons uh, to, to fight this battle uh, if we want to stand in this battle. And so he goes through this litany of the, you know, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, take up the shield of faith, Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Uh, as I look through these these um, different um, pieces of armor, you know, I, I'm struck by um, the connection to Jesus in so many of these these pieces of armor. Uh, you know, you, you you have in this list, you have uh, truth, you have righteousness, you have uh, peace, salvation, um, faithful, our faith, the spirit, the word of God. And, and cer certainly we, we look at these words and, and they are all closely related to Jesus. You know, Jesus is truth. Jesus is reality. Je Jesus is righteousness. He is the perfect example of righteousness. Uh, Je Jesus is the faithful servant. Je Jesus is our peace. Jesus is our salvation. Je Jesus is the word of God and 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 Jesus and the Spirit are all all God. I mean, so, so when we're looking at these these phrases, I, I believe that that we're looking at Jesus. That Jesus then becomes the pattern uh, in in our walk in our battle in this life. He, he's the author of the Hebrew writer says uh, the author and the finisher of our faith and 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 closely connected. Of course, to Jesus is the Spirit. That that as we, as we fight this battle, um, Jesus is present to us through the work of the Holy Spirit, who is 
all God also. And so we, we, we see the Trinity at work in, in what Paul is suggesting in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. And then we get to the last verse, which is our, our final verse to consider in this study. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. You know, Paul is, um, is fairly repetitive in, in this little passage. Uh, you know, I, I think of earlier in the passage in, in verse 13 and 14, therefore put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground after you've done everything to stand. And then verse 14, stand firm then. And so he, he just repeats this ideal of standing firm and standing at the beginning of this passage. And then as we come to the end of this passage, he is fairly repetitive with this ideal of always keep on praying. Don't, don't stop. And as I thought about this and thought about this little verse, uh, there, there are several things uh, that, that came to mind. The first thing is that prayer begins with the Spirit. That, uh, um, you know, prayer is not about just repeating words. It's, it's not just a, a habit, uh, although it is a good habit to have. But, but prayer is and always will be um, based in relationship. And so this relationship happens through the power of the Spirit. And so, uh, you know, when, when Paul says pray in the Spirit, uh, that, that's not just a sometimes thing, but that, that is God's desire for his people, that, that we will sp pray uh, in the authority of the Spirit and with the help of the Spirit. And, and so when we're praying, um, you know, our, our hope is, is not just to repeat words, but to somehow um, gain intimacy, um, understand the intimacy, feel the intimacy, experience the intimacy with our Father uh, through the work of the Holy Spirit. Uh, he says, uh, pray on all occasions. And as I thought about this, and I thought about this ideal of the spiritual battle, uh, my mind kept coming back to the ideal of keep, always keep your guard up, that, that we should always be prepared. As a matter of fact, in this, in this passage, there, there is this ideal that there's not, um, that some people aren't called to be prayer warriors and others are. We're all called to be prayer warriors and we're, we're all called to be engaged in the battle. And um, we need to be prepared at all times, always keeping our guard up. And, and we keep our guard up by uh, praying in the spirit. That, that, that is a, a big part of how we um, protect ourselves in this spiritual and then Paul says, um, he talks about uh, be alert. And, and as I think of this ideal of being alert, I, I, I think Paul's calling us to a deeper awareness, a, a spiritual awareness, if, if you will, that, that somehow through our prayer life, there, there should come this understanding uh, that there's more going on than the eye sometimes can see. Um, we, we, we can only do this through the work of the Holy Spirit. This, this to be, to have discernment and awareness, um, 
we, we need the Holy Spirit to do this. Now, now I would say this, that, that sometimes um, we maybe just need to listen better, to have a better awareness and uh, to be alert is, is maybe just to, to be more alert to your, your surroundings. But um, uh, you know, there, there is definitely a call in prayer and prayer in the spirit to a deeper alertness, discernment, awareness of what's going on around us. And then prayer should be other focused. Not that we don't bring our own requests before God in prayer. As a matter of fact, you know, the Bible is very clear, you know, cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. You know, in, in James, it talks about bringing uh, those, those needs to him. And, and Jesus invites us to, to bring our needs to him. But, but prayer should also be other-focused. And he, he, he says, always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. It's, it's interesting in the church, oftentimes, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to say this in a, in, a, in a nice way, but there's probably no nice way to say it. Um, are you talking about people or praying for people? God calls us to pray for people. And oftentimes in a church where relationships are so close and, and, and we, we need to understand that in close relationships, the, the risk of hurt feelings runs even deeper. And so it's possible to be tempted when our feelings are hurt to talk about someone or to... Um, complain about someone. But I believe Paul has given us a better model and that perhaps our complaints would be better spent in praying for others. And, uh, you, you know, not, I think all of us have that temptation that, that when things don't go our way, the first thing we want to do is complain about someone else. And even, even this pastor, I mean, I, it's a temptation for us all, uh, but I think we'd all be better served to instead of complaining about each other or complaining to each other, that we would learn to first pray for one another. Uh, that as we've went through the spiritual battle and the weapons, it's amazing to me that Paul ends this with that very simple ideal keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And so that's my invitation for you as, as we close this study, uh, that you will find time um, today uh, to pray for God's people, to, to pray for your pastors, to, to pray for your church leadership, uh, to pray for your Sunday school class, to pray for those that maybe you have some conflict with right now. And, uh, and see if God cannot, um, if the battle will not be better fought in praying for one another uh, rather than complaining about one another. Uh, have a blessed day.